Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. New research on adults with Discoculia, the importance of struggle, getting a 4.0 with ADHD and Discoculia. When should academic learning start at Area Games? This is our podcast for week 45 of 2019. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Puglia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. So, thank you so much for having me again. Absolutely, absolutely. We have wonderful links this week. And, uh, and the first one is interesting. It says, new research for adults with Disco Puglia. You don't... You don't hear much about adults with this Not at all. Always, I always agree. About it's kids. all about kids. Yes, and this study actually focused on how well adults with developmental dyscalculia can recognize patterns. And obviously, there are not many adults yet because the developmental dyscalculia hasn't been uh, uh, recognized so long. And it takes some time before you get an adult. Right. So it basically showed that these adults uh, with dyscalculia still have a deficit in their ability to recognize and model independent patterns. Now the study showed us that people uh, with dyscalculia adults uh, were uh, less accurate than uh, control uh, control group adults. Yes. In um, structured arrangement in recognizing that of five to nine dots and also in random arrangement of five dots. Okay. So they were less accurate, even in tactile enumeration, in like counting things oh, with wow. your with your hands. And uh, they also um, lagged behind in um, neighboring finger counting arrangement. So if you count as one uh, finger um, on the hand of your the fingers of your other hand. Okay. Now the research, uh, research here showed that uh, pattern recognition was a pervasive thing that, that you, when you have that, it, it stays with you uh, in adulthood. And also they emphasize uh, again the role of fingers in okay. both ordinal and visual uh, representation of numbers. Now it's a great study. I'm very happy. You don't often see uh, studies with adults who have uh, dyscalculia. So. Um, there's definitely a link that you probably want right. to click on and read it for yourself. Right. Okay. Good. Good research. Good research. The uh, the next link is about the importance of struggle, and we have a little video. Let's let's listen in for a bit if it works. Welcome. We're so excited you're joining our ranks. We could definitely use some help spreading our messages to math learners all around the world. We know you've been doing some training, but we have one final task before you can go and save the world. I'm ready to go! <laughs> How about we start with some well, math examples? So these are uh, three teenagers uh, dressed up as uh, fancy uh, heroes. Uh, yeah. And so what can we learn here? The yeah, very of funny. Struggles. It's, it's the part of uh, the video series that the YouCube organization has to um, show... Uh, children that they can develop a different relationship with math that it doesn't have to be negative and 
that they become more comfortable with trying something okay. and not getting discouraged immediately when it doesn't work out the first time or they feel that as a failure uh, even a few times before eventually mastering the topic. And they also give examples of other uh, activities that do not have anything to do with math where children know that you need to just practice, just um, right. sports right. and, and yeah. get getting to hit that tennis yeah. ball or... Right. Um, They're not going to hit a home run the first day. No, exactly. And then explain that it works exactly the same as math and that um, the struggle helps them to eventually master it. Right. That's good so, message. Good message. Good yes, video. I, I can I can only say I recommend this for all um, teenagers to watch to it together that, yeah. with their parents so that they they're on the insight. same page and go on this journey together to make sure that uh, students have a more positive relationship with math. Good. Now <laughs> the next one, getting a four point with ADHD and dyscalculia. Okay, so what is the secret sauce here? How well, do we a, do that? It's a long blog post from an individual on the Tumblr blogging site. So if you want to know all the details, please click on our link. Um, they uh, took some time to explain exactly how they worked their way through college having a 4.0 uh, GPA. Now. It starts off by mentioning that it worked for them, but that they do not give any guarantee for others because everybody is an individual and they might need uh, a different approach. Now, the list, however, that they have there for suggestions is impressive. Oh, yeah. And particularly students with learning disability uh, can benefit from them. They would do good to read through it and try out and later even if it works adopt many of their approaches and solutions so they have broken it down in um, several sections so there's lifestyle there's disability services that are available in your college uh, how to study and then uh, some tools okay so a super post and great uh, of this student to share these experiences thank you very much we're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, and we're looking at the links provided on the website discocooliaheadlines.com. So our next uh, link asks the question, when should academic learning start? Yeah, that's uh, an infographic. I would um, say maybe at uh, 15, where you get your driver's license. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's, it's a theoretical question when should academic learning start? And the point they make here is that 90% of our brain is formed before the age of five. So the recommendation is to stimulate the brain in the proper way from age five by playing, movement, creative art, to start any academic work not before age seven. Now, I do not see exactly uh, why they come up with these ages, but okay. And this is only the opinion from one person on Twitter. So the question is how much of this uh, we want to apply. Right. Um, but it is certainly a great way to think about it. It's food this. for thought. It's yeah. food for thought. And indeed phase in some concepts and value 
uh, of uh, role games and playing. That is a very important in a child's development. But let's look also into what they define as academic learning. Do they refer to abstract uh, activities, uh, spelling and writing numbers? Um, then I can see uh, some rationale behind it compare it to the very successful approach they have in Finland. But I would certainly not wait till five with speech, phonological awareness activities like rhyming right. and with uh, counting and sorting and uh, visual uh, activities like, like doing little puzzles. So um, I wouldn't even uh, say to wait till the age of five for that. So um, it, is, it is in the definition of what you feel uh, as formal, formal learning. Okay, okay. Good perspective to have. And then uh, that brings us to the last link. Uh, it says area games. Uh, so what, what, can we, uh, what can we learn here? Well, this is uh, a quick link to some great games that you can play with two or more uh, students. And it's about area battles. And what they did was um, show a few cards with um, irregular shapes and have your students uh, compare the area of those uh, shapes. Okay. And when they get in the hang of that, you can ask them to draw their own shapes and make little cards, playing cards, and then do um, a game with it, battle with it, who has the larger area and obviously it's about the reasoning behind it how do you know right. that this specific space um, uh, has a larger area than another one very interesting and it's a, a low-key game a low-cost game you can make all the materials yourself and just making the materials is already a practice in itself good well, so that's interesting for all the parents who are listening to uh, to uh, print off and uh, and do at home. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder. I uh, hope to see you back next week uh, when we have our new links. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services, and you can find her on her website. That's also where you can find a free little uh, Discoculia screener so that you can see if you have Discoculia. And uh, we also have a more comprehensive uh, math and discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Now, if you want to become a discoculia tutor, there is an online course developed by Dr. Schroeder, and that course and all the information about that is available at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.